All I can say is, wow. Uh, last week, the Yoga Journal published a list of the top podcasts that every yogi should download, and this podcast is on that list somehow with so many other wonderful, amazing podcasters that I myself listen to and look up to, and um, I'm just kind of blown away that my podcast is on there. Um, but have a look. You can uh, you can Google the 11 best podcasts any yogi should download right now. It's on Yoga Journal. You can uh, read the nice things that they say about this podcast, but also uh, definitely take a look at the rest of that list because it's all podcasts worth listening to. I'm also feeling a bit shy that this happens to be the week that I just decided to revamp my website. So my website is in complete disarray. So if you're kind of looking, uh, listening in for the first time, or if you're looking for my website for the first time, this could be a really awkward moment to do so, but I'll have it um, up and running smoothly as quickly as I can. In the meantime, uh, please follow me on social media. Find my Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter are all Yoga Stickler. So you can find me at handle Yoga Stickler and keep up with all the news in the midtime. In the meantime, while I scramble to get my website back up and running. <laughs> anyway, um, I just want to thank everyone so much, whether you're uh, newly listening in or whether you've been listening in for a while. Um, it, it's just with absolute gratitude uh, that that I'm able to do this and that I've gotten so much support over the years from all of you. I love hearing from all of my listeners all over the world, so please uh, you know, shoot me a message. Uh, I always kind of look up where people are from and kind of find them on the map because I, I get messages from all over the world now, which is really beautiful. And if you have any questions about the podcast, any questions at all about the sequence or the content of the teaching or um, just yoga practice in general, feel free to message me. I absolutely love hearing from people and it helps me feel like I'm not just, uh, you know, monologuing out into the internet somewhere. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, here's your practice. Thanks so much. For you, hi. Braving the braving the open class. I like it. I think you'll like it too. <laughs> and don't worry, you're in good hands. A lot of a lot of folks in the room take class regularly, so everyone's a yoga teacher today. <laughs> It's kind of true, you know, it's like, um, it's like when you come together in, in group 
practice, like maybe, maybe one person, you know, understands something about this pose, one person understands a little bit more about that pose, or something comes a little bit more easily to you or to you. And so we all end up sort of feeding each other's practice a little bit and teaching each other about the practice. So um, I, I absolutely don't mean that flippantly. I mean, we're all teaching each other yoga when we come together like this. <clears throat> so uh, in your book, if you'd like to follow along, uh, I'm on page six, number uh, 25, number 25. So uh, this is a Sanskrit uh, mantra. Uh, if you've never sung in Sanskrit before, don't, don't worry. Uh, if you just mumble along, it will be perfectly, <laughs> perfectly awesome. <laughs> so we'll ohm first together. So we'll do call and response. So I'll sing a part, you sing it back. We'll go back and forth a few times. Om Sarva Mangala Mangalie. Om Sarva Mangala Mangalie. Listen again. Om Sarva Mangala Mangalie. Om Sarva Mangala. <clears throat> Shive Sarvata Sadike. Sharanye triambake gauri. Sharanye triambake. 
Let's try it together. Om Sarva Mangala Mangalie Shive Sarvata Sadike Sharanye Triambake Gauri I salute the Divine Mother, Narayani, who brings auspiciousness to all and fulfills the desire for liberation. Realization arises with her blessing. She is the world itself. Only through the experiences of life can the soul be perfected. Honor this gift, your life, and bow to Mother Nature. One thing that's always struck me about this mantra is the, is the personification of the earth, right? We would call it personification, uh, us in the West, us, you know, with our, you know, cri Christian heritage or, uh, uh, you know, Jewish heritage and our, uh, and our scientific heritage, you could almost say, right? That, that we sort of have this um, scientific view of the world, which sort of eliminates the idea of the world having a spirit or a soul or being animated in and of its own right. And I think that's, um, I think it's almost more, I think it would actually do us good to endow the planet with this spirit or to consider nature as the mother because I think we would treat her better <laughs> than we do now. You know what I mean? Um, I'll be reading a bit from this book today. It's called Braiding Sweetgrass, and the author, Robin Wall Kimmerer, she's a scientist and a botanist, so she comes from the science world, but her, um, her family is also of indigenous origin, and she's also spent a lot of time studying um, her people's indigenous language, as well as the stories and the traditions. Um, and so 
her book has a really unique viewpoint, which is that she both approaches it from a scientific point of view and from this sort of original earth knowledge point of view. And you don't often get those two voices simultaneously. So I'm going to read um, quite a bit from her book, but one thing she does mention a little bit later on in the book, not in the part I'm going to read, she does mention that not only in her people's language, but in um, several indigenous languages, uh, there's actually um, case endings for animate versus inanimate things, like, um, like how some languages have um, masculine, feminine case endings, although that, of course, has its limit limitations on her mind as well. But, um, but I thought it was really interesting the way she points out that the language itself speaks of the world as an animated place, that, that animals have, are living, you know, sentient beings, that plants have an, uh, an animated, uh, you know, their beings, their relatives in, in her language, um, that even the wind, the water, the rivers, uh, the earth itself, is considered living, and it is, right? It seems almost so logical when we speak of it. And that the, the inanimate case ending is very rare in the language. It's, it's so exceedingly rare and really only used for, for strictly a man-made thing, like a car or a um, cell phone or something, right? Um, so I think that's a really beautiful way. And if, and if we did consider, if we did sort of honor the plants and the fish and the, and the river and the air as a living being, we would be in a different place, I feel, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to start to warm up, and I'm going to actually read the opening story that she tells in her book while we warm up. So I'll kind of call out a pose, read a little bit, call out another pose. Okay, if you're confused about any of the poses I'm calling out, don't worry, look around the room, someone will figure it out. <laughs> and as I like to say, we're all in this together. So <laughs> if we all remember a little bit of what to do, we'll be okay. Okay, so come forward onto hands and knees, and we'll press right back into downward facing dog. So this is a retelling of um, an original indigenous creation story, and she tells it in her own words, which is very, she has very, very poetic language, as you'll soon hear. She fell like a maple seed pirouetting in the autumn breeze. A column of light streamed from a hole in the sky world, marking her path where only darkness had been before. It took a long time for her to fall. In fear, or maybe in hope, she clutched a bundle tightly in her hand. Hurtling downward, she saw only dark water below. But in that emptiness, there were many eyes gazing up at that sudden shaft of light. They saw there a small object, a mere speck of dust in the light beam. 
As it grew closer, they could see that this woman, arms outstretched, long black billowing hair behind her as she spiraled towards them. Walk the feet forward towards the hands and fold forward over the legs. The geese nodded at one another and rose together from the water in a wave of goose music. She felt the beat of their wings as, as they flew beneath her to break her fall. Far from the only home she'd ever known, she caught her breath at the warm embrace of soft feathers as they gently carried her downwards. And so it began. The geese could not hold the woman above the water for much longer, so they called a council to decide what to do. Resting on their wings, she saw them all gather, loons, otters, swans, beavers, fish of all kinds. A great turtle floated in their midst and offered his back for her to rest upon. Gratefully, she stepped from the goose wings onto the dome of his shell. The others understood that she needed land for her home and discussed how they might serve her need. The deep divers among them had heard of mud at the bottom of the water and agreed to go find some. Separate the feet about mat width distance apart, so bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Loon dove first, but the distance was too far, and after a long while, he surfaced with nothing to show for his efforts. One by one, the other animals offered to help. Otter, beaver, sturgeon. But the depth, the darkness, the pressure of the water were too, was too great for even the strongest swimmers. They returned gasping for air with their heads ringing. Some did not return at all. Bring the hands to the floor, sit on the floor, and stretch the legs forward out in front of you. Bend the knees and set the feet on the floor about halfway in, and then twist to the right side. Wrap your left, around, left arm around both legs, teepee twist. Soon, only little muskrat was left, the weakest diver of all. He volunteered to go while the others looked on doubtfully. His small legs flailed as he worked his way downwards, and he was gone a very long time. Turn to face forward, and then twist the other way. They waited and waited for him to return, fearing the worst for their relative. And before long, a stream of bubbles rose with a small, limp body of the muskrat. He had given his life to aid this helpless human. But the others noticed that his paw was tightly clenched, and when they opened it, there was a small handful of mud. Turtle said, here, put it on my back, and I will hold it. Turn to face forward. Straighten both legs forward out in front of you. Bend the right knee into the chest. Step the right foot to the other side of the left leg, and then twist to the right side. Sky Woman bent and spread the mud with her hands across the shell of the turtle. 
moved by the extraordinary gifts of the animals, she sang in thanksgiving and began to dance, her feet caressing the earth. Turn to face forward, switch the legs so that the other leg is the one on top, and then twist to the left side. The land grew and grew as she danced her thanks from the dab of mud on turtle's back until the whole earth was made. Not by sky woman alone, but from the alchemy of all of the animal's gifts coupled with her deep gratitude. Together, they formed what we now know today as Turtle Island, our home. Turn to face forward, straighten the legs forward. Bring the feet onto the floor, hands behind the back, fingertips point forward. Inhale, lift the hips up for tabletop. Exhale, head goes back. Like any good guest, Sky Woman had not come empty-handed. The bundle was still clutched in her hand. When she toppled from the hole in the sky world, she had reached out to grab onto the tree of life that grew there. In her grasp were branches, fruits and seeds and all kinds of plants. These she scattered onto the new ground and carefully tended each one until the world turned from brown to green. Sunlight streamed through a hole in the sky world, allowing the seeds to flourish. Wild grasses, flowers, trees, and medicines spread everywhere. And now that the animals, too, had plenty to eat, many came to live with her on Turtle Island. Release the seat down to the floor and stand up to be continued. <laughs> stand up, stand all the way towards the front edge of the mat. Join the legs together, preparing now for sun salutations, so, right? Salute to the sun, like... The, the great provider of every plant on earth and, and therefore our bodies, which are made of those uh, wonderful plant beings. Okay. <laughs> Inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of the hands pressed together. Look upwards. Exhale, fold forward over the legs. Hands touch the floor beside the feet. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop or walk back to Chaturanga, lower halfway down. Inhale, upward facing dog, pull the chest forward. Exhale, downward facing dog, hips up and back, breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale, exhale two. Inhale, exhale three. Inhale, exhale four. Inhale, exhale five, bend the knees. Inhale, step or hop the feet between the hands. Exhale, fold over the legs. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms overhead, palms pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, release the arms. Again, just like that. Inhale, reach up, touch the hands together and look upwards towards the hands. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the earth. Inhale, halfway lift, look forward. Exhale, hop or step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Again, five breaths. Inhale, exhale, one. 
inhale exhale two inhale breathe deeply exhale three inhale exhale four inhale exhale five bend the knees inhale step or hop the feet between the hands exhale fold forward over the legs inhale stand up reach the arms up exhale arms alongside the body one more just like that inhale reach up exhale fold forward good inhale look forward exhale hop or walk back to chaturanga inhale upward facing dog exhale downward facing dog breathe in breathe out one inhale exhale two inhale exhale three inhale exhale four inhale exhale five bend the knees inhale hopper step forward exhale fold forward inhale stand up reach the arms up exhale arms alongside the body inhale hook your thumbs reach your arms forward and up arch the back exhale bend the knees swing the arms behind the back lace the hands together extend the arms and legs inhale hands touch the floor right foot lunge look forward exhale step all the way back downward facing dog inhale come forward into plank pose exhale chaturanga inhale upward facing dog exhale downward facing dog inhale again to plank pose exhale touch the knees the chest and the chin to the floor inhale slide forward into cobra exhale tuck the toes seat all the way back to the feet then extend the legs downward facing dog inhale right foot steps forward exhale left foot follows the right foot fold forward inhale bend knees hook thumbs reach up arch back straighten the legs exhale bend knees swing arms behind lace the hands together extend the arms and legs inhale hands to the floor left foot lunge exhale downward facing dog inhale forward to plank pose exhale chaturanga inhale upward facing exhale downward facing inhale plank pose exhale the knees chest and chin to the floor inhale slide forward cobra exhale tuck the toes seat back to the feet then extend the legs downward dog inhale left foot lunge exhale right foot follows inhale bend knees hook thumbs reach up arch back straighten the legs exhale stand up arms alongside the body great guess what we're gonna do that whole thing again yay inhale hook thumbs reach up arch back exhale bend knees swing arms behind lace the hands together inhale hands to the floor right foot lunge exhale step back downward facing dog inhale forward to plank pose exhale chaturanga inhale upward face exhale downward face inhale plank pose exhale knees chest and chin to the floor inhale slide forward cobra exhale tuck the toes seat all the way back to the feet then extend the legs downward dog inhale right foot lunge 
Exhale, left foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat back to the feet, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot lunge. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Good, bring the feet all the way together. Bend the knees deeply like you're sitting in a low chair. Reach the arms up, Utkatasana. As you exhale, bring the hands through prayer and twist to the right side. Hook your left upper arm outside of your right knee. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Both kneecaps point straight ahead and crown of the head points straight ahead. Three. Ah, inhale. Exhale, four. When in doubt, breathe. Inhale. Exhale, five. Good advice for life, too. Inhale, reach up. <laughs> Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. Inhale. Exhale, one. Good. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Crown of head and knees pointing front and center. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Keep the knees bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Exhale, hands to the floor. Fold forward. Separate the feet about four or five inches apart. Reach down, grab hold of the big toes, even if you have to bend the knees to make that happen. And then start to pull the head down towards the legs. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Let the weight of the head go all the way down. Two. Breathe in. Breathe out three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift the head and the chest, look forward. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two, good. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Breathe in. And breathe out, five. Inhale, look forward. Get your hands out from under there. Walk the feet about as wide apart as the width of the mat. Bend the knees and again, come back into that deep squatting position. Hands together at the center of the chest. Reach the left arm out in front of the left leg and reach the right arm up and back. Look towards the right hand. Now you have the option of keeping the arms open or bring the arms all the way around behind and make a bind. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Lift the center of the chest. That's it. Breathe out two. Inhale. Good. Exhale three. If the hands are together, take a moment to open out the arms. Exhale, hands together at the center. Reach the right arm in front of the right leg. Left arm reaches up and back. 
Good. Now, option, stay here or take the arms around behind and connect the hands. Inhale. Exhale. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Press the right hand down. Reach the left arm up. Good. Bring the both hands to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Let the head hang down for a moment. Let the arms hang down. Okay, we're going to be moving into crow pose, arm balancing. So press the hands all the way flat down into the floor. Lift high up onto the balls of the feet so the heels lift high. Bend the knees and touch the knees to the backs of the upper arms. Start to shift more weight forward into the hands. At some point, the feet might start to feel a bit lighter against the floor. Maybe both feet stay on the floor today, or maybe one foot lifts up while the other one remains on the floor, or maybe both feet lift up. Wherever you are, hop or walk back to Chaturanga. Good. Inhale, upward dog. Pull the chest forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Good. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Keep both legs straight as you reach out to the right for triangle pose. Right hand down, left arm up. Good, one. Keep breathing, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Much deeper, fuller breaths than you might normally take throughout the day. Exhale. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Move the feet even further apart from one another. Bend the right knee. Warrior two. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Spread the toes. Spread the soles of the feet for three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Breathe in. And breathe out, five. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm all the way over the left ear. Extended side angle pose. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Breathe in. And breathe out, five. Inhale, both hands touch the floor. Step the back foot in, just a small step forward, shortening the stance, and then try to straighten both legs. If it's challenging to straighten the legs, have your hands on blocks. Inhale, look forward, lengthen the front of the body. Exhale, fold forward, five breaths. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Draw the right hip crease up and back. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, bend the right knee. Both hands to the floor, plank pose. Exhale, lower halfway down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Warrior one, reach all the way up. Good. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left, trikonasana, triangle pose. Breathe in. 
Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale five. Inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana two, warrior two. Inhale. Good. Both arms parallel to the floor. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Gabby, bend your knee even more. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale, five, inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee, place the left hand down outside of the left foot. Right arm reaches all the way over the right ear, extended side angle. Breathe in, breathe out, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Step the back foot in just a little bit closer. Start to straighten both legs. Inhale, lift the front of the chest. Lengthen the, uh, lengthen the um, what's it called? The trunk. <laughs> Exhale, fold forward. I studied anatomy. It's cool. <laughs> Exhale, Inhale. <laughs> I almost said lengthen the top of the body. I was like... Couldn't quite find the word. <laughs> Woo. All right. Inhale, bend the left knee. Both hands to the floor. Plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Okay. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Move the feet a little wider apart. And exhale, re-bend the right knee, placing the right hand now on the inside of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up. Exhale, one. Good, inhale. Exhale, two. Try to line up the right side seam of your body with the uh, center of the right leg for three. Inhale. Exhale, four, relax the jaw, the lips, the tongue. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, pivot the right foot parallel to the left foot, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift the chest, roll the shoulders up and back. Push your hips slightly forward as you arch back. And then exhale, fold forward. Place the hands on the floor between the feet. Inhale, a breath. Exhale, fold forward. Let the weight of the head go down towards the floor, even if it's nowhere near the floor. But prioritize having the legs straight here. So even if, the, even if you can't get the head quite so far down towards the floor, have the legs straight and the upper legs firm. Firming up, sort of pasting the kneecaps onto the fronts of the legs. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, turn the right leg out. Bend the right knee like warrior two. Start again with the right hand, the instep side of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up. Let's do this. Grab your belt in your left hand. Boop. <laughs> Grab your belt in your left hand. Take the left arm all the way around behind the back. Yeah, if you know for sure you don't need it, then fine. But 
just in case, yeah. Then take the right arm underneath the right leg and you're either gonna grab hold of some other part of the belt there behind the back or you're gonna link the hands together. Good. Look down towards your right foot. Try to hover your head a bit more over your right foot or just move in that direction even if it isn't happening 100% today. Good, keeping the bind if possible, slowly start to extend the right leg. Good, but again, strive towards keeping the head hovering over the right foot, not uh, letting the head drift towards the left side or something like that. Good, bend the right knee, place the right hand down, reach the left arm up. Good, both hands to the floor, step into plank pose, exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog, exhale, downward facing dog. Good, just a gentle and loving reminder that, um, that like I, I have to give instructions because I have to say something, otherwise it would be a very boring 90 minutes. <laughs> but most of the instructions are like, you know, are the direction in which you're moving towards. So keep in mind, if I say an instruction and it's not totally happened today, it doesn't mean, that's not a fail, right? <laughs> it doesn't mean you didn't succeed at the pose. It just means I'm, uh, I'm uh, giving you some cues as to what direction that pose will eventually go in, even if it's not happening today. So just keep that in mind. When the instructions come, sometimes they can feel like demands, <laughs> but they're not, okay? They're more, more like suggestions. <laughs> okay, step the left foot forward, warrior one. <clears throat> Good, exhale, open the hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, place the left hand inside of the left foot, right arm reaches straight up, extended side angle B. Good, try to have one straight line with the arms, from the left wrist all the way up to the right wrist. Good, turn the palm of the right hand to face the wall that we're facing. Four. Sybil. <laughs> okay, misfire, a little misfire there. Inhale, lift all the way up to a standing position. Exhale, hands on your waist. Turn your feet parallel to one another. Inhale, lift the chest, arch back. Exhale, fold all the way forward. This time, grab hold of the ankles. Grab your ankles with your hands. Inhale. Exhale, fold forward. Let the head go down towards the floor, even if it's nowhere near the floor. Just a minute ago, I was thinking, ooh, I need to get you to hold that thing for a little one time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> Good, inhale, lift the head and the chest, look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, turn the left leg out, bend the left knee. Place the left hand inside of the left foot, right arm reaches straight up. So again, if you know for sure that you can make the hands connect without the belt, then don't worry about the belt. Otherwise, the belt is gonna go in the right hand and then you're gonna bend the right elbow around behind the back so that the belt is dangling there for you. 
The left hand will hold whatever part of the belt you can grab onto, or you can link the hands together. So again, look down at the left foot. See if you can hover your head more over your left foot than to the right side of it. And then slowly start to extend the left leg for bound triangle pose. Again, do your best to work towards hovering your head more over your left foot. Yeah. Even if it means you can't straighten the left leg quite as much, it's beneficial to work with the, um, work with the alignment of the side body. Okay. Inhale, bend the left knee. Exhale, left hand down, right arm up. Inhale, both hands to the floor, plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Okay, bend the knees and look forward. Hop or step the feet up to the hands and exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Step the left foot back about two feet or so. Aim the center of the chest straight forward. Reach the left arm up. Both legs straight, both heels down. Take the left hand all the way to the other side of the right foot. So it might be necessary to put a block between your hand and the floor in order to keep both legs straight and both heels down. Reach the right arm up towards the ceiling. Keep turning the center of the chest towards the wall that we're facing. Three. Four. Good, inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Okay, right foot steps back, right arm reaches up. Reach the right arm forward and down and place the right hand to the opposite side of the left foot. Left arm reaches up, rotated triangle, Pavrita Trikonasana, two, good. Turn the center of the chest towards the middle of the wall. We're facing straighten both legs and firm up both legs. Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Bend the right knee into the chest. And with your left hand, hold the right foot. Reach the right arm up, and then twist towards the right side, extending the right arm towards the back of the room, and the left leg forward. Yes, I do know how difficult this one is. <laughs> Good. Yeah, do your best. Even if the right leg doesn't extend all the way today, that's okay. The work hard on getting the balance and getting the standing leg nice and straight and working on that twist, even if the right knee stays bent, totally fine. Good. Bend the right knee into the chest. Give it a squeeze with both hands. Feet together. Okay, other side. Bend the left knee into the chest. By the end of the month, you're going to be an expert at it, okay? Bend the left knee into the chest. Right hand holds the top of the left foot. Reach the left arm up and then twist. Good. That's it. So, so again, prioritize straightening the standing leg, even if the up leg doesn't straighten yet. 
and then see if you can uh, use the muscles in the midsection to help you turn more. Good. Yes. Re ooh. <laughs> Reach the left arm up. Don't worry. Shaking just means we're alive. Bend the left knee into the chest. Give it a squeeze with both hands. Exhale, release, feet together. Now, shaking is sometimes like, uh, maybe like we haven't, maybe a particular muscle feels underused <laughs> or, uh, or perhaps, um, you know, challenged in some way. So that's okay. The muscles get very excited when we use them. They're like, please, please pay attention to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So stand forward, feet together. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Hands press. Exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward between the hands. Exhale, lower the left knee down to the floor for a moment. Then reach your arms up. Get ready to twist. Now, take your right hand onto your right leg there and move your right knee a little to the left. So it's almost like you're trying to cross the midline of the body. Then take the left arm, as much of the left arm, and gather it up to the opposite side of the right leg, as much as possible. So I even use my right hand to kind of inch my right knee a little bit higher up my left upper arm. <laughs> it happens, this twisting business. Yeah, we can over twist and poop. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> okay, so now with your, with your knee nestled high up the back of the left upper arm, now bend the right knee more. Even let the right knee pass the ankle a little bit. Go forward of the ankle. Now reach the left hand down and try to touch the floor beside the right foot or put a block between your hand and the floor to help you reach. Right arm reaches straight up to the ceiling. Tuck the left toes under, lift the left knee away from the floor for standing spinal twist. Now here it's gonna get a little strange. The right arm, the one that's reaching up, it's gonna keep reaching up, but imagine you're gonna wanna touch the back of your hand and the fingernail side of your hand back towards the wall behind you. Yes, so reach back as you sort of wing that right arm back behind you. Let the chest open more. Let that help you turn. Let that right arm help you to drive the twist a little bit deeper. Good. Bring both hands to the floor. And then we'll step into seated spinal twist. So bring the left knee behind the right foot and come to sit down. Reach the left arm up and twist to the right side. Look all the way over the right shoulder as you twist. So with that left hand, the one that's in front of you, reach down with the left hand and maybe you can hold onto the foot that's there or the shin or maybe even the knee. Maybe you can even reach all the way across and hold the right foot or ankle. Whatever, whatever part of your leg or your opposite leg you've got a hold of, use that to deepen your twist. So pull with the left hand and try to deepen the twist. Yeah, that's it.
Good. Turn to face forward. Yeah, that's how it all begins. <laughs> Exhale, twist the other way. Turn to face forward. Now, we're going to set up the legs for Gomukhasana. So you're going to stack the right knee on top of the left knee. If that doesn't seem to be happening, you could do this so that the knees stack up. Mm -hmm. Grab hold of the big toes and fold forward, chin reaching in front of your knees. Good. Kind of lift all the way upright to a seated position. Now, we're going to twist to the right again. So twist. You can use your fingertips on the floor or you can use kind of the forearm pressing against the opposite leg to help you twist. Good. You can stay like this or if you're feeling particularly adventurous today, your left hand could hold your left big toe, which is actually the one in front of you now. And your right arm could reach around, uh-oh, and grab the right big toe. I need a little self-assist there. And then if you're holding onto your toes, pull on your toes to pull yourself deeper into your twist. Who's still breathing? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Good. Turn to face forward. Little counter twist. Turn to face forward. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Okay, other side. Step the left foot forward. Right knee touches down. Lift the arms up. Get ready to twist. And then left hand onto your left leg. Push the left knee a little bit to the side. Gather up as much of your right upper arm to the other side of the left leg as you can manage. And then I still use my left hand to kind of inch the knee a little bit further up. Reach down with the right hand, touch the floor or perhaps a block, and then reach the left arm up. From there, you can start to pick up the right knee, the back knee. And then from there, imagine you want to touch the fingernail side of your hand towards the wall behind you. So, yeah, so as you reach back, like imagine you want to touch that blue wall all the way behind you. And let that reaching back help you to deepen your twist. Straighten the back leg a little bit more. Amazing. Good. Bring both hands to the floor. Step into seated spinal twist. Good. Reach the right arm up. And twist to the left side. A few breaths here. And then moving a little deeper, reach the right hand down. Maybe you can catch hold of that foot that's in front of you or the shin or even the knee. Or eventually you're going to reach all the way across and hold the opposite foot. And then use that grip to help you uh, twist deeper. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay, turn to face forward. Little counter twist. Turn to face forward. We're going to stack up the legs again for uh, Gomukhasana. So the left knee stacks on top of the right knee. Or if that's not happening, you can make this shape instead. Good. Grab hold of the big toes and then fold forward. Beautiful. 
So as you may have noticed, there's a bit of an emphasis on the twisting aspect today, <laughs> on twisting. That's very much on purpose, as the, the twisting poses target that um, middle of the body, the solar plexus area, which in the yogic system relates to our sense of individual self as separate from all of all of life, right? So it's that part of us that feels that sense of I, me, mine, and that wants to get, get more, even if it's at the expense of others, right? Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Good. And then twist to the left side. And then you can either stay like that with the fingers on the floor there, or if you're feeling a bit adventurous today, you could take the yogic toe lock, and then turn yourself deeper. Good. Whew. Turn to face forward, little counter twist. Turn to face forward, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Bring the feet together, come forward into a plank pose. Bend the knees to the right side and push your seat way back towards your feet. Arms stay straight. Inhale out to plank pose. Exhale, knees to the left side. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, right side. Inhale, plank. Exhale, left. Inhale, plank. One more set. Exhale, right side. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, left side. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Seat back to the feet. Then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot between the hands. Exhale, left knee touches down to the floor. Lift the trunk up and find your belt. So, you're going to take your belt and you're going to loop your belt around your left leg, around the back leg now. So, and then notice how I'm going underneath the right leg and then I'm going to hold both of the tail ends of the belt out to the right side with my right hand. So I'm, I'm mirroring you, so yours should look kind of somewhat like mine. Okay, great. Fabulous. Using your left hand, pull this part of the belt a little bit higher so that your belt is kind of going around the round part of the left hip. Then you're going to gather up as much of the left arm to the other side of the right leg, just like we did in that previous spinal twist. Now we're going to switch hands. Your left hand is going to reach as high up on the belt, as close to your body as you possibly can. And then let go with your left hand and reach your left arm all the way around behind the back and see if you can grab hold of that other part of the belt that's on the side of your hip. Yes. So reach around and try to slide your fingers right through there. Amazing. Pause there. Notice how if you pull on your belt with both hands, it helps you to twist a bit more. Good. Keeping that bind, start to uh, tuck the left toes under and lift the left knee away from the floor. If you can bind the hands all the way together, then 
totally fine. Whoop, Sybil, what's going on over here? <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna practice stepping from here into seated spinal twist. So keep your hands where they are. Look down at your right foot and see if you can tuck the left knee behind the right foot and sit down with some kind of bind there. Oh yes, <laughs> and then keep twisting. <laughs> yeah. The learning process doesn't have to be graceful, by the way, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I hear yoga teachers say that all the time, like gracefully step into, and I'm like, yes, sometimes it's awkward, sometimes it's not very graceful, sometimes I fall out of it before I can, before I can gracefully step in, I do all this other un, ungraceful stuff. So that's all, that's all good. That's all good. It's all part of the learning process. So yeah. Somewhere along the line, we as adults, like, forgot how to learn. <laughs> it often involves some, like, silliness. <laughs> Turn to face forward. Little counter twist. Yeah, let go of the belt. Little counter twist. Good. Turn to face forward. Get that belt to the side and step back, downward facing dog. We're going to do that sequence again to the left side. So you can see how we're working towards uh, being able to bind in this standing spinal twist, Yeah. So in the meantime, we'll use this belt to get the feeling of it, and eventually we'll work our hands closer and closer together until that bind comes. In 10 years. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. It might, may, it might take a day. It might take a month. It might take years. I have no idea. <laughs> Step the left foot forward. Everyone's a little different in that regard. Lower the right knee down. Uh, if you absolutely know you don't need the belt to bind, then don't worry about the belt. But the rest of us are going to set up the belt. So take your belt around your right leg now, around your back leg. And then take both of the strands of the belt underneath the left leg and hold the belt out to the left side. So take it around the opposite leg, other leg. No, no, no. Put, put you, your, your correct leg was forward, but then go around that leg. There you go. Perfect. Okay, so now gather up as much of the right upper arm to the other side of the left leg as you can. Reach as far down the belt towards the side of the hip as you can, and then grab that belt. Good. Then let go with the left hand. Reach the left arm all the way around to the outer right hip, and see if you can slide your fingers under the belt and connect to both sides of the belt. Now, pause there. Notice how if you pull with both hands, it'll pull you deeper into the twist. Yes. Tuck the right toes under, lift the right knee away from the floor. Amazing. Now, keep whatever kind of bind you have, whether it's working with the belt or whether the hands are connected together. And then look down at your left foot. See if you can step your right knee forward behind your left foot and sit down. Seated spinal twist. Ooh. <laughs> Good. And then twist into it. <laughs> Good. I know. Since... Since, since when did we get that idea that we have to, like, be good at everything we try the first time around? That's, whew, that's some silly adult thinking, right? Okay, turn to face forward. Let go of that belt and twist the other way. Good. Turn to face forward and then uh, cross the knees, the left knee on, uh, no, sorry, step back downward facing dog. We already did that part. 
ditzy yoga teacher time. Okay. Uh, lift high up onto the balls of the feet. Bend the knees. Look way past the hands and then hop all the way through to sit down. Ooh, and extend the legs forward out in front of you. Flex the feet and fold forward. Paschimottanasana, seated forward fold. If it's challenging to reach the feet, you can again use your belt, loop it around your feet to fold forward. Good. Our stories say that of all the plants, sweet grass was the very first to grow on the earth. Its fragrance is a sweet memory of Sky Woman's hand. Accordingly, it is honored as one of the four sacred plants of my people. Breathe in its scent and you start to remember things you didn't know you'd forgotten. Our elders say that ceremonies are the way we remember to remember. And so, sweetgrass is a powerful ceremonial plant cherished by many indigenous nations. It is also used to make beautiful baskets. Both medicine and a relative, its value is both material and spiritual. There is such tenderness in braiding the hair of someone you love. Kindness and something more flow between the braider and the braided, the two connected by the cord of the pleat. Sweetgrass waves in strands, long and shining like a woman's freshly washed hair. And so we say it is the flowing hair of Mother Earth. When we braid sweetgrass, we are braiding the hair of Mother Earth, showing her our loving attention, our care for her beauty and well-being. In gratitude for all she has given us. Children hearing the Sky Woman's story from birth know in their bones the responsibility that flows between humans and the earth. Images of Sky Woman speak not only of where we came, sorry, images of Sky Woman speak not just from where we came from, but also of how we can move forward. Lift all the way up to a seated position. Bend the right knee into the chest. Open the right knee out to the side and fold forward Janu Shirshasana. Fold over the left leg. Good, lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bring the right knee up to the center. The right foot is still on the floor. Scoot the right foot a little to the right. And then pull your right foot in as close as you can towards your right buttock. So almost folding that leg in super close to the body. Then reach the left arm up. Use your right hand to push your right knee a little bit to the left. Right hand pushes it to the left. Then cross your left arm all the way across your right leg and twist. Yes. So you can stay here in the twist, or if you want to move towards the bind, you're going to bend the left elbow around the front of the right leg and move into the bind. Marichasana C. Good. 
Good. Turn to face forward. Little counter twist. Turn to face forward. Straighten both legs forward out in front of you. Bend the left knee into the chest. Open the left knee out to the side. And fold forward over the right leg. Janyu Shirshasana. all the way upright to a seated position. Bend the left knee into the chest, left foot on the floor. Scoot the left foot just a little to the left and then scoot it in towards the body a bit more. Reach the right arm up with the left hand, push your left knee across your midline and then gather up as much of the right upper arm outside of the left leg as possible. Twist and then you can stay like this, or if you're moving towards the bind, then you're gonna reach the right arm around the front of the left leg and start to connect the hands together. You can do it, yes, good. Lift your chest more. Press this leg down and flex the foot. Flex the foot strong, yes. Good, turn to face forward, little counter twist. Turn to face forward, extend both legs forward. And then bend the knees into the chest, swing your legs around behind and come into child's pose. Okay. So from here, we're gonna start to set up for headstand practice, Sheer Shasana. Let's take this step by step and please note that you can stop anywhere along the path that you feel like this is plenty for today, right? So step one, interlace the hands together into one fist. Step two, set your head on the floor right up behind your hands. Then tuck your toes under, lift your knees off the floor, keep your feet on the floor. <laughs> so you're in like a half downward dog shape with your head on the floor. You can stay like this, especially if this shape is a bit newer for your body. Otherwise, you can bend one knee into the chest with the other foot remaining on the floor. Otherwise, you can bend both knees into the chest and lift on up into your headstand practice. So again, don't rush, don't rush the process. It's, um, it's almost like, it's almost like cooking or, or baking, like each step has to come in a certain order for the next step to happen, right? So work where it is necessary for you to work today, and then tomorrow, a little bit more, next day, a little bit more, and so on. Lift your heels up and, try, and work towards lifting your back up, yes. So when this is nice and strong, then the rest will come. Good, so feel free to take rest. Um, when you feel a bit of fatigue coming, rest down in child's pose for a few breaths, and then try to reapproach the pose. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm usually in a lecture hall at the university, expounding about botany and ecology. 
One otherwise unremarkable morning, I gave the students in my general ecology class a survey. Among other things, we were asked to, uh, they were asked to rate their understanding of the negative interactions between humans and the environment. Nearly every one of the 200 students said confidently that humans and nature are a bad mix. These were third-year students who had selected a career in environmental protection. So the response was in some way not very surprising. They were well-schooled in the mechanics of climate change, toxins in the land and water, the crisis of habitat loss. Later in the survey, they were asked to rate their knowledge of positive interactions between people and land. The median response was none. I was stunned. How is it possible that in 20 years of education, they cannot think of any beneficial relationships between people and the environment? Perhaps the negative examples that we see every day, factory farms, suburban sprawl, truncated our ability to see some good between humans and the earth. As the land becomes impoverished, so too does the scope of our vision. When we talked about this after class, I realized they could not even imagine what beneficial relations between their species and others might look like. How can we begin to move towards ecological and cultural sustainability if we cannot even imagine what the path feels like? If we cannot imagine the generosity of geese? Start to come down, rest in child's pose. And then come into downward facing dog. Good, inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, release down onto the abdomen. Arms alongside the body, palms of the hands facing up to the ceiling. Inhale, lift up, head, chest, legs for Shalavasana, locust pose. Good, exhale, release down. Bend the knees now, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees for Dhanurasana. Good, exhale, release on down. 
Second time, bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees. Exhale, release on down. Turn over onto the back. Set the feet onto the floor, lift the hips up, lace the hands behind the back into one fist. Good, exhale, release on down. <clears throat> Place the hands either side of the ears, preparing for Urdhvadanyasana. With an inhale, lift on up. Exhale, release on down. Again, place the hands, place the feet. Inhale, lift up. Don your asana. Exhale, release on down. Third time's a charm. Place the hands, place the feet. Inhale, lift on up. Good. Chin to the chest and slowly release down and then hug the knees in towards the chest. Bring both knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right. Arms out into a T. Bring the knees into the chest and then go the other way.
Bring the knees into the chest, set the feet on the floor and let the knees open out to the sides. Soles of the feet rest together. Now you can either stay like this or come up into shoulder stand, Salamba Sarvangasana. The Sky Woman story, shared by the original peoples throughout the Great Lakes, is a constant star in the constellation of teachings we call the original instructions. These are not instructions like commandments or rules. Rather, they are like a compass. They provide an orientation, but not a map. The work of living is creating that map for yourself. How to follow the original instructions will be different for each of us in every different era. In their time, Sky Woman's first people lived by the understanding of the original instructions with ethical prescriptions for respectful hunting, family life, ceremonies that made sense for their world. Those measures for caring might not seem to fit in today's urban world where green is an advertising slogan, not a meadow. In the Western tradition, there is a recognized hierarchy of beings with, of course, human being on the top, the pinnacle of evolution, the darling of creation, and the plants at the bottom. But in native ways of knowing, human people are often referred to as the younger brothers of creation. We say that humans have the least experience how to live and thus the most to learn. We must look to our teachers among, uh, we must look to our teachers among the other species for guidance. Their wisdom is apparent in the way they live. They teach us by example. They've been on the earth far longer than we have been and have had time to figure things out. They live both above and below the ground, joining sky world to earth. Plants know how to make food and medicine from light and water, and then they give it away. I like to imagine that when Sky Woman scattered her handful of seeds across Turtle Island, she was sowing sustenance for the body and also the mind, emotion, and spirit. She was leaving us teachers. The plants can tell her story. We need to learn how to listen. Come into plow pose, halasana. and then slowly start to roll down out of it.
If you took shoulder stand, take fish pose. Crown of the head to the floor. Lift the chin to the chest and slowly release down, setting yourselves up for Shavasana, relaxation. So stretch the legs out along the floor. Take a little space between the feet and let the feet flop open to the sides. Bring the arms a little bit away from the sides of the body, palms of the hands facing up to the ceiling. Feel the gentle pull of Earth's gravity. And even let the body give way to that feeling a bit. So that any tension or gripping or resistance, let that go and sort of flow into gravity's pull. Let the breath return to a natural resting pace, no more controlling the breath.
Let the next inhale be a bit fuller. Next exhale a bit deeper. Take another full deep breath in and let it go. Start to bring some movement into the fingers and the toes. Stretch the arms long overhead and reach the feet in the other direction. And then bending the knees into the chest, slowly roll towards the right-hand side. Turn to the right, coming almost into a fetal position. Let the head rest. And then keep turning to the right to sit up into a seated upright position. And sit up on something. So you can sit up on your blankets or on a block or both. Does it bother your knee? Sit higher. Two blankets, more, more if you need it. Yeah. Already better, right? <laughs> Do your best to relax and be still. One way to think about meditation or to express the purpose of meditation is the act of listening inwardly. So listening not in the sense of hearing something with your physical ears, but listening almost as a, as like a way of being, like, becoming more receptive and quieting down so that we can listen inwardly and see what speaks from our deepest nature. It's quite usual for the mind to be busy thinking, so that's okay. Just try not to get caught up in it. One way to do that is to focus on the breath and to feel the breath moving in the body. Like most of us know that we are breathing all day long, but how often do we check in and actually feel the breath? Sometimes when we quiet down for meditation, the, the mind almost seems to get louder. It's very natural for that to be the case, and it's okay. 
But again, try to keep turning your attention to the breath. Thank you all so much for being here. Thanks for all of your very hard work and your sense of adventure and your sense of humor as always. Namaste. If anyone has any questions about this practice today or just about yoga practice in general, please do let me know. And if not, then I hope to see you again next week. Same time, same place.